Welcome to Welcome Heart, Living a Legacy Life podcast. My name is Sue Donaldson, speaker, author, and creator of WelcomeHeart.com. What better legacy than to open our hearts to God and open our lives and homes to others? Jesus said, love me, love your neighbor. Sounds like a legacy life to me. Thank you for joining me. Today we get to talk about some dear friends of ours, Allie and Tim Cleath. They live here in San Luis Obispo, and I've known Allie and Tim for years. I used to sing the choir with Tim, and Allie has probably bought more of my books than anybody else, though I'm not sure why, because she is a model of hospitality. Today, we're going to talk about Monday night dinners at the Cleats, and maybe if you live locally, you have been over to their house, and you see how they have remodeled um, oh, in the last couple of years, well, before COVID, so the last three or four years. They remodeled the whole back of their house just because of their hospitality. And let me tell you that story. And for me, it began many years ago when the kids were little and I was serving on a church board, a search board where we're looking for a new pastor. And this is what happened. One um, evening, maybe late afternoon, the doorbell rang and I went to the door and I looked down, not only because our front stoop has a step, but also because there stood Allie, my shorter than average friend, hand outstretched, grinning broadly. She handed me a Ziploc sealed bag with a simple pronouncement. Here's dinner. I made pot roast. I know you're busy. I've been on a church board before and I know what it's like. Startled and very grateful, I stumbled out a weak thanks, and she was off, almost as fast as she had appeared. Now, that was my first close encounter with Allie Cleet, and it was a good one, believe me, and you would probably feel the same way if someone handed you dinner this afternoon, just when you were ready to take something out of the freezer, there would be a knock on the door. A little angel named Allie Cleet. That's what happened to me. Uh, I was a mother of three young children, and any help I might receive with getting food on the table before running to a church board meeting counted as a gift of the heavenly variety for sure. Now, angels come in all sizes, but I'm blessed to know this one who studies others in light of how she might swoop in and meet your need for for the sake of Jesus. Allie's love language is cooking for others, whether it's an all-church missionary dinner, a church picnic, or hosting surprise company, company that her husband, Tim, met on the airplane on his way home from a business trip. A few years ago, when their old house needed a major facelift, the Cleese figured that they should include extra storage space. Their living room was remodeled for Monday night all-are-welcome dinners, cupboards and shelves lining the walls, hide folding tables and chairs. Now a little sliding and opening makes it easy to make room for those who need a home and a home-cooked meal on a weekly basis. And here's how that tradition began. George and Elaine lived two doors down from Allie and Tim. For years, their kids had played together, mostly at the messy Cleef house, (laughs) Allie says, rather than the other way around. George and Elaine were good neighbors, though they never responded to invitations to church events. Then Elaine came down with stage stage four brain cancer. Allie began driving Elaine to doctor's appointments while George was at work. 
she began sending food over on a regular basis. And then she began sitting by her bedside, bedside as she became weaker and weaker. Elaine stopped eating, so George began coming over for dinner every night. Our Bible study ladies prayed that Allie would get a chance to share the gospel with Elaine. I remember her sharing that with us. And God answered. Allie was assured and comforted that when her friend passed away, she had met Jesus. George was left grief-stricken and didn't understand why his wife had been taken from him too soon. But one thing he did understand, he was now an unofficial member of the Cleef family coming for dinner most every night. Now, three years later, George mentioned that another neighbor across the street had just lost his wife. We should invite Bill, he said. So they did the next night. Then a third widower appeared, another Bill. Within a few months, Allie said she looked down their table and realized she had 13 single men shoveling food down their throats. She added, I realize we should invite some women to keep it even. I asked her, did people show up every night? Oh, no, she answered, except for George. He came most nights. And when I had extra food, I invited the rest. Eleven years have passed since Elaine went to glory, and the all-are-welcome Monday night dinners are going strong. Allie and a few friends, whoever can help out, cook every Monday night for anywhere between 30 and 65 people. These people include college-age kids, excuse me, <clears throat> retirees, believers, and unbelievers, as well as some internationals. A few regulars know to come early to pull out the chairs and tables. Others come later to do dishes and put everything away. Besides the Monday night dinners, Allie and Tim include anyone and everyone for three main holiday meals, Thanksgiving dinner, Christmas afternoon dinner, and Easter Sunday. I know it's a ministry, says Allie. People are hurting and people are alone. She went on, let me tell you about one gal named Joni. We were told that she had nowhere to go for Christmas dinner, so I invited her. Joni didn't know what to make of my invitation. She hadn't celebrated Christmas with anyone for 10 years. Families are broken. They need a home, if only for a holiday dinner, she said. Joni's life has been changed through the past few years of cooking and praying alongside Allie. And Allie has watched God put her family back together. Tim and Allie work as a team. I've actually seen them shopping together at Food for Less because they have to buy such big amounts. He helps out. Allie's in the kitchen, though, cooking for the meals, and Tim is in the front room when people are arriving, welcoming them. He has a big, booming voice, connecting the new and the old folks, and sometimes leading him singing. And if no one stays late to clean up, clean up then they work side by side until the dishes are finished and the tables are folded up and placed in the wall cabinets. The Cleese have seen God provide every time. They serve simple food, and sometimes a guest will slip Allie a few quarters or dollar bills, or on occasion as much as a check for $100 in her apron pocket. She said, I always wear the same apron so people can give without making a big deal of it. We don't want to make it that, we don't want to make giving money to us a part of the conversation. I asked Allie, what challenges do you face feeding so many guests and not knowing how many will actually be coming? She said, I've learned to cook easy food in large amounts. 
I'll buy several deli chickens for chicken enchiladas and soup. I make good biscuits. Yes, she does. And homemade biscuits are always welcome. And I know how to cook something on the fly. That sounds like a good name for a cookbook, On the Fly with Allie Cleath, Making Strangers into Friends, or Killing Loneliness One Biscuit at a Time. I would buy that book, wouldn't you? Don't worry, I'm going to give you the recipe for her. Um, for her biscuits, because she's so good at it. The kitchen crew send leftovers home in stacked paper bowls, making the hospitality last a little longer throughout the week. Allie knows knowing, loves knowing that she's part of someone's story who lives a little less lonely because of a weekly invitation. She added, so, so many need a family-like community. Some women, even those older than myself, have told me that I'm the mom they never had, filling in holes that were never filled. Wow. I'd like that to say, I'd like that, that we could say that about all of us, that we fill in some holes that are empty in someone's life. Allie knows what God can do with leftovers, simple, fair, and an outstretched hand. She has a home and a few recipes that can be doubled and tripled, and she offers them to God on a regular basis. She's made a sack lunch for a grown woman who introduced herself as, I'm an orphan, a divorcee, a widow, and a ward of the court. Now that same woman can call herself loved by God and others, especially at the Cleese on Monday night. I love Allie and her gracious giving heart for others. I reminded her recently of the time that she had me a pot roast in a plastic bag. See, she said, I don't do fancy. I just cook and I give because of all God's given me. That's all God asks of any of us. I was so grateful that night so many years ago, and many are grateful on Monday nights here in San Luis Obispo. During the COVID years, they had to... Um, deliver meals because they weren't allowed to have that many people in their home. But whatever works, we may need to wash dishes or fold up some chairs if we go visit them on a Monday night, but we'll be blessed with radical hospitality for the glory of God. Uh, I will share with you Allie's homemade biscuits. I can just tell you the recipe right now. Stir together two cups of flour, half teaspoon salt, half a fourth teaspoon baking soda, two and a half teaspoons baking powder. Mix in with a fork, one fourth cup shortening, and add in three fourths cup buttermilk. Now, if you don't have buttermilk, you can always add a teaspoon of vinegar to some regular milk in about 10 minutes. It turns into sour milk, which acts as the same for buttermilk when you're baking. Stir, then knead together 10 to 12 times on a floured surface. Roll out to one half inch thickness. Cut with a biscuit cutter, bake for at 450 degrees for 10 to 12 minutes or until puffed and golden. Let me tell you, there's nothing like a good, hot, homemade biscuit. But if you don't want to make homemade, Pillsbury works just as fine. Just ask my kids. Have a wonderful day doing some radical hospitality. Until next time, think about your legacy, the one God has called you to live, all for heaven's sake. I would love to speak at your next Christian Women's event. See my keynotes and retreat series, as well as the show notes from today's broadcast at welcomeheart.com. Thanks for coming. You're always welcome here.